Welcome, you found Annunciation Parish in real life, the weekly podcast of Annunciation Parish in Evansville, Indiana. Welcome to our podcast for February 24th, 2021. This is Father Alex with the Signs of Life at Annunciation Parish. Well, we've got a week of Lent under our belts, and I hope things are going well for you. As I said in my homily last week, this is a time of fruitfulness, a springtime for us. And so I hope that even though you may not be seeing signs of life right now as you kind of dig into the work of Lent, that you are certainly headed in that direction. There was a, a very small change that happened with the beginning of Lent, so small that you may not have even noticed it. At the opening prayer of Mass, which we call the Collect, it's spelled the same as collect, but pronounced collect, comes from the Latin word collecta, meaning to gather. Uh, anyway, that prayer uh, concludes like this, uh, and I'm sure you'll recognize these words, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever Amen. Now, when we started Lent this year, one of those words disappeared, the word one, although I have to admit that I messed up and said it on accident, so I apologize. But we now say, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever, amen. That word one has disappeared. And you might be wondering, like I was when I heard this, why this change was made now instead of when the words of the entire Mass were revised back in 2010? It's a good question. And in short, it was pointed out back then, but not changed. (laughs) So the rest of it is above my pay grade. More importantly, the reason for the change is that it more accurately reflects the original Latin translation, which remains the official language of the Catholic Church. There's a Uh, not a theological change here. It just further clarifies uh, that we are saying the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are God, not separate gods, but God forever and ever. And so if you're listening carefully, you might catch that change, or you might catch Father Father Ambrose or I making a mistake and slipping back to the old words, but that change uh, has been made. Uh, Just a note, throughout the season of Lent, we'll be offering Stations of the Cross after Adoration on Wednesday evenings at Christ the King Church. If you want to make a whole night of it, a whole night of renewal, you can come at 5.30 for the beginning of Adoration, go to Confession, spend time in Adoration, participate in Benediction at 6.30 p.m., and pray the Stations of the Cross afterward. That's like a spa night for the soul. Uh, during this Lenten season. So I hope you'll consider taking advantage of those opportunities. And that's the real life of Annunciation Parish. Well, once again, it is a joy uh, to welcome Anna Creek back to the podcast to talk liturgical living. Anna, it is great to have you back. It's a joy to be here. How's it going? It is going. We are having some really lovely weather right now. <laughs> it's just gorgeous, isn't it? It's fantastic. Yeah, I was sunbathing in the snow yesterday. It was, <laughs> it was just, it was the neighbors stared at me kind of strange. But anyway. For everything, there is a season. For everything, there is a season. Exactly. Just keep saying it. 
Hey, how's the bathroom renovation going at your house, oh, by the way? It's done and it is gorgeous. Oh, thank God. Who's now I have to ask, whose idea was it? And you can throw Tim under the bus, but whose idea was it to do a bathroom renovation in a pandemic? Like um, it was actually because of a pipe that broke inside uh, the wall. So it was it was reality. It was a necessity. Yeah, exactly. It was okay. reality's fault. Okay. Nice. And you've been potty training a uh, toddler today, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> the joys of the vocation. This, I'll tell you, and I say it because it's liter- it's liturgical living. Like part of the liturgy of life is doing this kind of stuff, replacing bathrooms and That's dealing a good with point. a toddler. For, for everything, there yeah. is a season. Yeah. Everything. Absolutely. Well, let's get into the out of the bathroom and into the <laughs> into the uh, liturgical cycle here. What's going on this month? Some a couple of big ones. Yeah, so March nineteenth is the feast of Saint Joseph, which yes. for those of us who are working on the consecration is going to be our consecration day, yeah. and it's just this really big feast and, and perfect for the the man who raised Jesus in all of the seasons of that life yeah. as well. It's my patronal um, feast day, by the way. For those who are looking for gifts for me, just so you know that that's my feast day. (laughs) So it's an even bigger deal this year. Not that it's not always a big deal, but um, so in Lent, there's a few feast days that are like solemnities. And so that means that we can actually break from our Lenten fast Mm -hmm. for the day. And March 19th, the Feast of St. Joseph is one of them. And this year it falls on a Friday, which means... Dun dun dun! <laughs> you can eat meat if you so choose, or find some other. You know, it's a day to celebrate because it really is a feast. And so, I yeah. love that the church gives us these. I mean, you know, for everything there's a season, and there's a season for fasting. Mm-hmm. But then it's a day to celebrate in the middle of this Lenten desert. We get to celebrate, and and we get to celebrate holiness and fatherhood. And, um, you know, we don't know a lot about the life of St. Joseph. Hmm. We just know that he was a holy and righteous man. And I mean, and he's the one who raised Jesus. He's the one who taught him his trade of carpentry. I just, it, it baffles me. One time I heard someone say, you know, this is the man who taught the second person of the Trinity how to build a table, hmm. how to, you know, walk around from place to place, all of these things. Yeah. Joseph taught them to the second person of the Trinity, which is like mind boggling if you sit and think about it. But it's also, I mean, he lived life in in this way. And so um, we celebrate his holiness. We celebrate his fatherhood. We celebrate our fathers. Uh, Some countries actually have that as their father's day. Yeah, um, like Italy. for that reason. Yeah. Um, oh, Italy has really embraced St. Yeah. Joseph as go their patron. The top, I think it's yeah. a little bit of top, but. Well, and when I was looking up traditions about this feast day, a lot of them were Italian. And so pasta for dinner that night. And if you mm. want to, and you know, they, they put breadcrumbs and Parmesan cheese around to be like sawdust yeah. for, from the carpentry shop. Mm. Um, and last year, one of the things that my daughter really loved, we took, I just, I cheated. I took like a tub of uh, a tube of like 
pizza dough or something from the uh-huh. refrigerated section to make rolls, but we like made them in different tools. So like I oh. had some and I kind of made them look like, I mean, it didn't really look like a hammer and nails, but I tried <laughs> to make it look like a hammer and nails. And I told them that's what it was. But again, it's a way to, to just kind of add another element to the day and another layer of this discussion and just something fun that you can do with that. Yeah, that's great. I, 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 another part of that uh, feast of St. Joseph, which I love is um, taking food to the poor, bread to the poor. Mm. And, and it's a beautiful gesture. So it's a day to certainly to celebrate um, and um, to feast in, in a beautiful way, not, not in a, like I'm going to gorge on everything I yeah. gave up for Lent, but it is uh, a day to, yeah, it's a day to celebrate <laughs> life. Um, but it's also a day to celebrate and to recognize the gift of the poor for us. Mm-hmm. And um, the, that they're an opportunity for us to um, express our charity and and um, and gratitude, really, for all that we've been given, um, which it's all, it really fits with St. Joseph. I mean, that's, I mean, can you imagine how full his life must have been because of the gift of Jesus and Mary? I mean, it's, it's really incredible to think about that. Absolutely. And it's also a great day to talk about and highlight um adoption and foster care because this is a man who cared for for Mary and Jesus who were not he was not his biological father but he was his father in every yeah. other sense of the word and mm-hmm. so you know the fact that you know not all families look alike yeah. and you know we can we can celebrate that and we can you know reach out if there's a family that you know or an organization. I know in Evansville, we have Borrowed Hearts, which um, supplies items for children in foster care. And there's a couple other ministries around, you know, just if you want to help with a ministry or just find a way to help a family who is uh, um, having foster care or is adopting a child or, you know, just buy a family dinner that you know or whatever, something, just something to to honor that and highlight that if, if you feel called to, to do that as well. Yeah, it's a huge need. I mean, uh, support for foster care uh, here in Evansville is a huge, huge need. Um, and you can and actually, I'll also point out, it, it, yeah. it doesn't have to be on that day yeah, to, right. <laughs> in order to embody the, the spirit of St. Joseph in that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can actually learn more about foster care on the um, Evansville Diocese website under the Office of Family Life. They've got some good stuff there. So uh, awesome. great. So that's the Feast of St. Joseph. Then yes. comes the biggie. Drum roll. The Annunciation yes. is the following week. Woo-hoo, our parish feast day. Uh, so that is going to be on March 25th, which is nine months before Christmas. So oh my if, goodness. What? I know. I know that makes sense. Nine months before it, it does, it really does. Uh, and so the the Annunciation is when we celebrate the angel Gabriel coming to Mary to tell her that she was conceiving from the Holy Spirit to conceive in Christ, mm-hmm. and just her openness to to you know, I am the handmaid of the Lord, be it done unto me according to thy word. And she didn't have all the answers at that yeah. time. It's not like he said, here, and then here's a nice little book and pamphlet of everything that, how it's going to work out. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, she just, she ventured into this, into this unknown, but knowing that she was following the Lord and where he was calling her, uh, even when it didn't really make sense. And so I think that that's, you know, 
And an important thing to remember, you know, whenever we don't really know in any of our lives what's going to happen next, we're just trying to follow the best we can. And just to keep saying, I am the handmaid of the Lord, be it done unto me according to thy word. Hmm. Um, and the Angelus prayer uh, is, a, is a great prayer for the, for this feast day. Uh, if it's not a prayer that you know, I challenge you to, to learn it, to look it up and, and to make that a part of your day, whether it's just that day or, or every day uh, as we, as we go through that, because that's, it's, it's a prayer that, I mean, that it, it speaks of the Annunciation in every, yeah. in each line. And it, it can really mark the day. In fact, that, that's kind of how it uh, originated at six noon and six uh, the Angelus bells would ring and people would stop just mm-hmm. I love, there's a painting in my office of the Angelus. Uh, it's called the Angelus where two workers in a field digging at rocks uh, with a church far in the background and um, they stop and they pray the Angelus and then they keep on going uh, after that. And it's a good way to, 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 to kind of live the memory of Christ uh, and that expectation that Mary had uh, at the Annunciation uh, every, every day and every, at every part of our day. It's really great. Yeah. I I have to admit I don't usually notice the time and pray that, but I will say I think it's on at least it has been on Fridays at noon they test the storm sirens. Oh yeah, and so that's every time I hear those I'm like oh it's noon and I stop and I pray the Angelus and then yeah. I I go about my day. So um, yeah, it's it's a great prayer to just kind of remind ourselves: Am I caught up in what I'm doing, or am I am I willing to stop? and pay attention to what is being presented to me today. Yeah. yeah. You know, just a little um, uh, background maybe on, on the Annunciation and the naming of our parish. So we went through this about six years ago, seven years ago now. Uh, and we um, there were a number of options and then we voted and we presented those to the bishop. Um, and in the end, he approved that. But one of the things I remember that we had uh, conversations about is that the Annunciation is an event. Like the, all the other names that, that were given and they were great names were all saints and saints are wonderful. Right. But one of the reasons in the end that we, we landed on the Annunciation is that because it's this event, it's something that we kind of enter into. It's something that we're in some ways a part of because in the same way that, that Mary brought uh, Jesus into the world, by saying yes, like we do the same, like when we're cooperating with the work of God and we say yes uh, over and over again when the Lord uh, comes to us and asks us to go out and to be people of mission and to be people of charity, like um, in some ways we're we're reliving that event of the Annunciation by saying yes to God again. And so... Um, uh, it's a good way to honor our parish, to, to honor the people around us. Uh, and I think our people do this really beautifully. They live their faith really well, and uh, it's a joy to, to be a part of it. But um, something, Absolutely. something to remember, it's an event that's happening even now. Yes, and it's relevant to each of our lives. Yeah, yeah. So uh, later uh, in the month of March, we're going to do another podcast before we jump into Holy Week, which starts... Uh, March 28th, and then we have the Chrismas, and then um, we drift into April. So we've got some things coming up at the end of this month. So that's a teaser. Get ready for it at the end of March. Anna, thanks for joining us again. I hope that potty training continues to go well with uh, uh, your little toddler there. 
Thank you. Perseverance. Perseverance. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Father. All right. See you next time. All right. Thank you. Thanks for spending time with us. Join us again next week right here on Annunciation Parish in Real Life.